Hello, everybody. Hey, guys. So today, Maddie and I are joined with Carson. Carson has emetophobia, and she follows the Instagram page. Um, I don't remember how long. She'll definitely share her story on her emetophobia journey. She's also a mom, so she can talk about, you know, pregnancy and all of that. Um, But she is in a group chat that I started for emetophobia moms, and I kind of just reached out to them saw whoever wanted to be on the podcast and talk about their journey with being a mom mixed with emetophobia and anxiety and all that. Um, But yeah, you know, here she is. So we'll talk about all of her journey. Hi, everyone. All right. So Carson, how or when did you develop emetophobia? How did how did your emetophobia develop? Um, I have a counselor and we've been like trying to figure this out a lot. But I think that, like, it's kind of, throwing up is something that's always kind of, like, like scary to me. Like, I remember every single kid that ever puked in my class or something. Like, yeah. those memories really stuck with me. But, like, I don't think that I was, like, panicking about it when I was, like, young. But I remember my mom was, like, she has bad anxiety still. She would always be very worried about like hand sanitizer when you get in the car or like worried about like cleaning stuff if you cooked meat like stuff like that so those things kind of stuck with me and then I remember I was in girl guides and we were on like a trip and everybody was sleeping um on bunk beds in like a room all together and one girl coughed so hard that she threw up like off the top bunk and I just remember thinking like oh my god you can throw up from coughing and then like that yeah that kind of like triggered it for me like you you can just throw up like for no reason just randomly and then so like I think I was probably like 10 then like I was pretty young if I was in girl guides and then so from there I just kind of got more and more anxious about it and then I got like a stomach bug in like grade 10-ish and I remember my mom was at work and I was throwing up and my dad was just like move I need to disinfect things and was like freaking out and I was like I want to hug like (laughs) I was just like very upset by that so like my counselor and me think that I didn't feel very like cared for when I was sick so that just like brings more anxiety to it yeah and then It just kind of, like, got worse and worse from there, kind of. Like, I started avoiding more foods and things like that. And I know that, like, I kind of had always had a rough relationship with my parents. And I knew that, like, if I felt sick at school, they were not going to come pick me up unless I was literally, like, dying. So I didn't really go to school very much for, like, a long time. Yeah. Because I was like, well, no one's going to get me if I don't feel well, so I don't want to go. I'm sure that all just builds up too. Just you're, especially if you feel stuck somewhere, especially as a kid, you're vulnerable. It's yeah. Cycle. It was very stressful. And like just the fact that I didn't really get along with my parents very well. Like now mm-hmm. I, I don't even talk to my dad at all, but I, yeah. it didn't really feel like anyone was there for me. So I, that like produced a lot of anxiety. And then the worst that I probably was, was when I was with like, Uh, a couple boyfriends that weren't very supportive like I told them like about my phobia and they kind of were just like 
they were nice at first, but then, like, after, like, six months, they were like, oh, my God, you're still scared about that? Like, you haven't puked yeah. yet. I don't know why you're scared. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> they just, like, got sick of it, essentially. And then yeah. while I was, like, in those two relationships, I, like, that was when I would not eat for days if I thought I was going to get sick or something like that. But now I don't really do that anymore since I met Ryan, I guess. He's helped a lot with that. I don't do those things anymore. I feel like it got like a little bit worse after being pregnant, but now I'm definitely better than I was at a certain point. (laughs) It's a journey. There's always ups and downs. Oh, Brooke and I talk all the time about how one day we'll just be like, oh, I'm not even scared of throwing up. And then the next day we'll be like, my stomach hurts. Yeah. I'm scared I'm going to throw up. Like, we just have days where we feel fearless and then other days. And it's even, it can be like weeks or months and it it's just a roller coaster. Were your boyfriend, or at the time with those bad relationships, were you upfront about your emetophobia too? Or were you kind of iffy on telling them and they still just weren't supportive? Um, I think like the first guy that I dated that knew about it, I didn't really like know that there was like a name for it back then. I just knew that I was like Mm. really scared of throwing up. So I don't think maybe he like got the extent of it. Ryan's the first person that I've literally been like, no, like every day, everything I'm eating, like it consumes. That's like what I'm thinking about most of the time. But yeah, I I tried to explain it the best I could with the other boyfriends, but it wasn't until I followed like actually another mom on Instagram. Her name's Caitlin. I don't know if she follows your page or not, but she posted videos about it and I was like, "Oh my god, that's what I have." Her name's Caitlin? Yeah, I think her last name was like Flatager. I don't I don't know how to say it. I'm probably saying it wrong. She's also from Canada, and I was just like, "Oh my god, that's that's what's wrong with me." It's so relieving to find someone. Oh, I have a similar story to you, Carson, where I just always, like ever since I can remember, have been scared of throwing up, but I didn't know it was an actual phobia. Like, I didn't know there was a name for it. I didn't know other people had it um, until, I think, like 10th grade. I don't know. And then I started doing more research and found, you know, the Instagram page. And now Brooke and I are friends and I help her run it kind of I don't really do much for the Instagram page but um yeah so I think a lot of people will you know connect and resonate with that story because a lot of people just don't even know where it came from you know some people can have it because of a traumatic experience that happened or I don't know a bunch of things but some people just like don't even know they were just born with it or Mm -hmm. something yeah my boyfriend Ryan the other day when I was talking about like how scared I am of it and how I remember like everybody in my life that's ever thrown up I remember it all and he was like you never like threw up so much you couldn't breathe and I was like no and he was like oh I thought that's like that must have been what happened I was like no I've like never had like a bad experience actually throwing up Yeah. yeah I mean every I feel like every experience I've had growing up where like someone threw up or I threw up was traumatic even if it wasn't actually like traumatic it was just traumatic to me yeah because I was scared of it and I feel like that's a lot of the times what happens is you know you're scared of it and then there th- there's people throw up like it's it's gonna happen eventually so that turns like in their brain they make it a traumatic experience 
I'm the opposite from you guys. I grew up not being scared of it in any way, shape, or form. Like, I would be sick, and I would be totally fine, or, like, other people would get sick, and I'd be totally fine, and then it just randomly started in, like, high school. So I've seen both sides of, like, living a normal life, but also having emetophobia. It's like, dang, I want that back so bad. Yeah. It'll come back someday, I'm sure, but... Um, Carson, so you said your dad, you were sharing a story and you said he wasn't really that supportive and you were getting sick one time and he just wanted to, uh, clean everything up. Is he, does he have this fear as well? Or is he like a germaphobe or was he just wanting to clean to make sure everything's clean? Um, I don't think he has like this fear, but he's kind of always been like weird when he got sick. Like he, I don't know if he felt like really off, he'd be like, I'm going to die. Like he was just like very... I don't know, like, worried about getting sick. Yeah, about any type of sickness, I feel like. Like, I remember when I was little, like, several times, like, my mom called an ambulance and, like, there was, like, nothing wrong with him. Like, I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't really talk to him now, so I'm not really sure if he, like, has anything like that. But he definitely just, like, didn't want to get sick himself, I guess. And, like, he figured, oh, she's, like, 14 or 15. She's fine. Like, she's in the bathroom. But, like, I was very scared. Yeah. yeah, you needed him, and you needed support and comfort from him, and he didn't give that to you. I know. I'm 21, and I, whenever I start feeling sick, I call up my mom. Like, yeah, mom. Mom, help me. <laughs> I get that. Um, let's see. Does your emetophobia affect you often now? I know you grew up with it and everything, but, you know, like a day-to-day life, does it affect you every day? Maybe, like, when only situations occur, or how does that work? Um, it definitely affects me every day. I I eat, like, pretty much all the foods that I like. I never have, like, cut out meat or anything. Like, I definitely don't really order meat at restaurants I don't know. Yeah. But I still eat meat that I've cooked and stuff. Like, I eat pretty mm-hmm. normally. If, some, if I make something and then, like, I don't feel well afterwards, it might be, like, hard for me to eat that again for a while. But... Um, I'm pretty good with that stuff. I'm like, after hearing how many people like don't eat meat and stuff with this phobia, I'm like, wow, I'm actually doing pretty good. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I have tried to keep as much of a normal life as possible. Like when I was younger, I really avoided drinking for like a long time because I was scared to throw up and like in Canada, um, marijuana is legal. So I definitely like preferred that over drinking because I was like oh that's safe like that helps with nausea like I'm not gonna throw up if I do that but around like when I was like 23 I started drinking like a bit more because I was with Ryan and I felt more comfortable like if I got sick like Ryan was there like I'd be okay yeah also I mean I don't drink alcohol at all because of emetophobia and anxiety but my sister and my boyfriend they're both super young and they're partiers you know they want to drink and they all say that throwing up when you're drunk is a very pleasant experience (laughs) versus like yeah they say it's like they love to throw up when they're sick because it just relieves them from that feeling and when they're drunk they're not like they don't feel as miserable I guess I don't know but uh, that's just a weird thing I've heard them talk about (laughs) with alcohol and whatever I don't I don't know yeah I don't drink I don't drink because you know, emetophobia, and I'm scared to throw up, but my mom says she listens to podcasts, so sorry, mom, but um, (laughs) when I was in high school, I used to, like, chug out of, like, a vodka bottle, 
Um, there was like one summer where I just drank a lot and I never got sick. So I don't know why I'm scared of it, but that is that's I pretty <laughs> I mean your your tolerance is good if you're not getting sick out of I a guess. straight vodka bottle. <laughs> I definitely like I limit what I drink still if I do drink, yeah. but I I definitely am less worried about getting sick like once I drink. It's more like should I drink tonight? Like my stomach feels a little bit off. Maybe I shouldn't. But then like if mm, I actually have yeah. a couple drinks, I'm like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. Hey, do I have a big day tomorrow to make yeah. sure that everything's yeah. fine? Do you still smoke? Because I, I don't smoke right now, but I've smoked before and it helps so much. Um, I do occasionally. Time. Like when I was younger in high school and stuff, I had like more issues with depression and stuff. And I smoked yeah. like a little bit too much to try to like mask those problems. Yeah. So I definitely don't do it as much now. And then obviously I didn't when I was pregnant. So I just do it like a oh, lot yeah. less <laughs> now. But I, I do sometimes. Yeah. My brother, he deals with a lot of mental illness and he's very bit, he swears by weed. <laughs> Not that, I don't know if anyone's listening and you're underage or something, you know, be smart about it, but it can help if you get like a, I guess a, we'll do it the smart way. If your doctor gives the okay and you get a little, what is it called? One of those like. The like medical marijuana yeah, medical, cards. I don't know. I'm or, in California. Or if you just live in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can, we can. We it's legal here too, so like anybody. I mean, I guess if you're 21, but yeah, my boyfriend smokes weed just because he likes it. I mean, he suffers with depression stuff, but he I don't know he just does it because he likes it. And I used to, but I had one traumatic experience. Of course, one night got like way too high, and I was like freaking out. And then my boyfriend started throwing up because he decided to mix Red Bull and apple juice and then chugged it. So then he started throwing up, and so I was super high, and I was having a panic attack. It was, like, the worst feeling in the world. I called my mom. I was like, Mom, come pick me up. I need to go to the hospital. Um, I didn't go to the hospital. She told me to take a nap, and I woke up, and I was fine, but I haven't spoke since. Also, Nick, Nick's her boyfriend. Nick has a very sensitive stomach yeah. and will literally yes. regurgitate over anything. Anyway, spe- It's unfortunate. Yeah. Speaking of partners, you have a boyfriend very serious boyfriend we'll obviously talk about you know the pregnancy and everything the the baby daddy whatever you (laughs) want to call it um so he's very supportive with your emetophobia right yeah he's very good with all that how did you tell him about it I guess wait first how did you guys meet oh yeah um (laughs) well I actually I went to high school with him in grade 12 but we didn't really like talk very much I knew who he was but um and then my friend John from high school, we played Fortnite a lot together. And the one day John was like, I'm going to invite Ryan. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I don't really know him. And then we just started playing Fortnite. Like, we were both in college and we would play like all night long. Like, we started like 7 p.m. We would play till like 8 a.m. Like, we had just the worst sleep schedule. And then after college, we started like, we, he was in college like five hours away from me. So after college, we started hanging out more. And then we were like together, but not that serious for like almost a year. And then I moved to Alberta, another province for a little while after that. And then I came back because COVID and there was no job. So I just came back here and then we got back together and then we've been together ever since 2020 now. And here yeah. you are. And a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Family. I love Fortnite. I'm a big Fortnite gal. <laughs> 
so fun. <laughs> and that, like we're just kind of like nerds together. We just play Pokemon and <laughs> a bunch of video yeah. games together. That's so cute. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so he he knows about your medphobia and everything. And how did you tell him about all of that? Um, I think at the beginning, like, I just kind of said that, like, I didn't really like throwing up. Like, I was kind of more vague about it. Like, and then as we got, like, more serious, he knew that I was, like, an actual phobia, that I was, like, the severity. Yeah, like, really, truly scared of it. But I guess it wasn't really until I was pregnant that I, like, realized how there for me, like, he was. And that obviously he doesn't understand it because he doesn't have it. But yeah how much like he tries to understand it and I'm glad that like I have been sick around him so I know exactly how he is and he's very supportive compared to exes (laughs) yeah I I never even puked with any of them and they were just like oh my god you're so annoying (laughs) oh if you're in a relationship like that try and get out of that I mean or have a serious talk with them and be like this is legit. I controls me and it's horrible. Yeah, I have a very supportive partner as well. And Maddie's partner is very supportive. It makes the world of a difference. Yeah, it really does. But. Like while I was pregnant, I had like medication for morning sickness. And mm-hmm. I I don't know if I can't swallow pills or I convince myself I can't because I'm like scared of side effects. But yeah. I can't swallow <laughs> pills. And for nine months, I took two at night and one in the morning, and Ryan would crush them up and put them in peanut butter every single time for me for nine months. I love That's that. That's dedication. <laughs> That's some real dedication right there. So how was your pregnancy? How, how did – okay. Let's start off with – did you – was he planned? No. Was your little boy planned? Okay. I, I assumed so because he metaphobia, but um, – so were you were you scared when you first found out? How'd you how'd you find out? Um yeah. well like just take us through the whole pregnancy labor delivery. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it it wasn't planned that I was pregnant, but I wasn't exactly shocked if if you guys get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so yeah. Ryan owns like a pizza store with his mom and I was at work with him. Ooh. And I like was supposed to get my period in like ten days or something. So it was like still kind of early for like an early test. But I, like, went to the bathroom, peed on it, and I was, like, I put it in my purse, and I was, like, oh, I'll check it in, like, a little bit. Were you were you just, like, feeling different, like, feeling a little off, so that's why you took the test? Or- oh, I, like, I knew I was pregnant, you- and Ryan was, like, it's oh. in your head. And I was, like, no, like, in your head can't make your boobs hurt. I was, like, I know that I'm pregnant. Like, I've never felt yeah. like this. My boobs don't just randomly hurt for, like, two weeks. Like, that's not what happened. Yeah. And, like, he did not really believe me as much as I knew that I was but um so I just put in my purse and I was like I'll look at it later and then like 10 minutes later I looked at it and I was like oh my god it's positive and then but Ryan was like at work so he was like doing things and then I like in my head I was like oh like I'll wait till we go home and then I'll tell him because I like I don't know and like immediately when he's done with the customers he's like what's wrong like he knew that I that something was wrong and then I told him And he was, like, a little bit nervous, but he was, like, mostly kind of excited. And, like, his mom was coming to work. And he's like, oh, can I tell my mom? And, like, he was really excited. But he's definitely thinking about, like, oh, we're going to have a baby and we're going to raise a baby. And all I was thinking was, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Like, that's all I could think about was, oh, my God, like, this is it. I'm going to puke for, like, because I was 24 when I got pregnant. And I Mm -hmm. hadn't thrown up since I was, like, 15. So I was, like 
this is it. Like, I'm going to puke now for the first time in like 10 years. This is horrible. And he -hmm. was definitely just thinking about like our lives and like having a baby. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. oh my God. (laughs) I get that. (laughs) So how did you guys' parents react? Um, I was like really nervous to tell my family because I don't know, like I'm not that close with them. Like I, I see my mom and stuff and my sister, but I'm not like super close with them and they kind of are a little bit judgmental sometimes. So I was like really nervous. Like Ryan's mom knew right away and she, she already had like two grandchildren and like, she's always wanted Ryan to have a baby. So like, she was just like, yay, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yeah. Like she was, she was so happy. But we, my parent, my mom was actually like pretty, pretty happy with it. I was like kind of shocked. I was like, oh my God, I was so nervous. But um, yeah, she was happy about it. And my grandma was happy about it. Like I, me and my sister and like my cousins all like said that we didn't want to have kids. So I was kind of like, oh, my grandma's like not going to have a great grandchild, but then now she does. So good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It was kind of, everyone was just kind of like surprised, I guess, because I've always said that like, I don't want to have a baby. And a lot of it probably was from metaphobia. And then also like labor and stuff like freaked me out but yeah yeah so walk us through your pregnancy like how did it go how was the first trimester um I was pretty okay until about 10 weeks and then I started feeling nauseous and I had um medication from my doctor it's called diclectin I don't know if other countries have the same stuff but it's like a vitamin b6 and then something else that helps with nausea Unisom. yeah I think so yeah so I had that but I like couldn't swallow it and then my doctor said that like (laughs) you're not supposed to crush it up so I was just like oh my god I, I shouldn't do that and then so I started feeling like very nauseous and like I no food kind of interested me for like a long time and then Mm -hmm. I don't know how far along I was like probably like about 12 weeks when I actually like threw up for the first time and I we were in the car and Ryan had to pull over and he like came over to my side of the car and stuff and he was like holding me the whole time and like I didn't really have anything in my stomach so it wasn't really that bad but like still now when I drive past that spot I'm just like oh my god oh my god (laughs) I threw up there like (laughs) So were you nauseous leading up to throwing up? Like, I I know it's kind of hard because the time you threw up before that, what you were 15, but does it feel different throwing up because you're pregnant? Because I feel like a lot of pregnant women are like, oh, it's different because, you know, it's like because you're a baby and it's not a stomach bug. How was it for you? Um, I feel like I was honestly pretty good like after I threw up I was just kind of like oh like it's over like I felt better after that but Mm. and then like I was definitely nervous before and like nauseous before but that was like near the beginning of my pregnancy where I was kind of like learning what I need to do like I learned that before I even get up to go pee in the morning I need to like eat something like I had like bear paws or like crackers Mm -hmm. or something like to have a snack before Mm -hmm. I got up because if I got up I would feel so sick like I needed to have like to feel full at all times. So that day. That's super common. Yeah. I was really figuring out like a lot of people with emetophobia don't want to eat when they feel sick. But when you're pregnant, if you don't eat, you feel way worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just kind of like learning how to force myself to eat still when I didn't feel well. And that day, like, I don't know where we were going, but 
I got up and like didn't eat anything in the morning and then I just felt way worse. Did you feel fine after you threw up or? Um, I felt fine for like a while. Like I definitely was probably nauseous like later in the day, but I actually like after was yeah. like, oh, like I'm okay. And then Cause that's- we went to the store and I got like some fruit to eat because I knew that like I was sick because I needed to eat. <laughs> a lot of the times in pregnancy, that's what happens. It's like, it's not like a constant, I mean, sometimes I don't want to give people false hope. <laughs> like sometimes it is where you're like, throwing up all the time but usually it's just like a one like you just throw up and then you feel better and then you go along with your day yeah um which I guess doesn't it doesn't seem as bad as like having a stomach yeah that freaks me out a lot less yeah Yeah, and once I started taking the medication with Ryan crushing it up I I didn't puke anymore through my pregnancy like I only threw up twice like at the very beginning before I took it and then I did feel nauseous like a lot But Mm -hmm. if I kept eating a lot of snacks and, like, took my medication, then I was okay for the rest of it. Like, it did suck that I heard heard from everyone that, like, second trimester, your nausea's gone and, like, it'll be better. But, like, I was still nauseous a lot. But Mm -hmm. it having the medication and actually taking it helped me a lot. Like, knowing that if I took it when I needed to, that I wouldn't actually get sick. Mm -hmm. Wait, I have a question. Um, the medicine that you said you have or that you got, Maddie, do we have that in America? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's usually people get it prescribed, but you can get it over the counter too, like just at the grocery store. Um, typically what they do, it's like two medications that work together and like somehow helps with nausea. So a lot of pregnant women usually try that first. It's vitamin B6 and Unisom. And then if that still doesn't help, then they get like Zofran or Promethazine or something else like that. That has to be prescribed. Yeah, I remember like saying that I wanted Zofran because it can be like in a dissolvable like tab and I couldn't swallow the pills. Mm -hmm. And my doctor was like, oh, we don't use that for pregnant people in Canada. And I was like, what? Oh, no. Yeah, we use it here. But the the doctors definitely try to have you try as many things as you can before resulting to that. But like at some point... If you're just you can't eat anything, yeah, and you're just throwing everything up, like it's better to eat than, you know, you cut ca- you kind of just have to weigh your like risks, um, mm-hmm. the risk benefit thing, and yeah, for sure. Like I I felt like a lot of guilt because I didn't take my prenatals as much as I should because they made me feel really nauseous. Like it was just a lot of vitamins. That happens a lot too. Yeah, because of the iron mostly. I felt really bad about that, but then. I would, like, read about people that, like, never took any and, like, their babies were fine and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, well, if I take this and then I'm sick all day, then I'm, like, super anxious and, like, freaking out all day. That obviously isn't good for the baby either. So yeah, I was just – I was, like, well, I'm young and pretty healthy. I think that if I don't take it as much as I need to and just get through it, then that's better. You also have to take care of yourself, too. Even, like, even though you're pregnant and you have a – baby inside you you still got to take care of yourself yeah for sure like some people kind of obsess about like what they're eating and stuff but like sometimes you just you feel terrible when you're pregnant it's really not that yeah it's really not that serious like yeah people freak out about seafood and it's like you can have it as long as it's cooked and people freak out about you know the what's it called uh it's at the tip of my tongue I forgot 
but like the stuff in seafood. Um, mercury? Yeah, mercury. And it's like, you can still have seafood even, like you can still have salmon and everything even if it has mercury. It's just like, you can't just eat seafood all day. Yeah. You know, you can have it for a meal every once in a while and you'll be fine. You can have coffee, you can... Yeah, well, that's, like, deli meat, too. Like, a lot of women don't eat any deli meat. Like, I just warmed it up. I didn't even know that you can't eat certain – I knew you can't, like, do shoot up raw fish, but I didn't know that. Yeah, deli meat's another thing if it's not – Yeah, it's, like, a a listeria carrier or whatever, but, like, I I would fry, like, ham in a pan or something, like, to make it more like bacon. And it's the same thing, like, when you're pregnant, you're not supposed to change the cat litter – um, that was a win for me, honestly. Ryan had to do all that, and that was nice. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's – during pregnancy, you have to weigh the risks and benefits of everything, and as long as you can eat, Zofran isn't going to kill a baby. You yeah. know, it's not – there's not really a ton of evidence on it, but it's not going to usually cause any, like, super harmful things. So. Yeah, like, I take – I take Imodium often because my stomach is upset yeah. a lot. And, like, I took that while I was pregnant. And, like, it's not in the class of drugs that you're supposed to take while you're pregnant. But I was fine. Yeah. yeah. And also, if anyone's pregnant, like, definitely talk to your doctor before, you know, taking anything or starting anything. Because, I mean, it's even, like, certain skincare products that you're, like, not supposed to use. And yeah. It's a lot. But just talk to your doctor. Um, how was your labor and everything, like, the, the third yeah, trimester? Yeah, give us your labor and delivery story. Um, I was really nervous about it. Like, I, my mom said that, oh, labor was fine. It didn't even hurt. Like, she didn't have any pain medication. I was like, this woman is insane. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> no way. Like, I was really scared about that. But then um, we stayed overnight at my mom's house. Um, and then we got home around, like, 2.30 and I went to the bathroom and I was like oh I'm bleeding like I didn't I didn't feel anything I was just like oh that's weird so then we called the hospital and we just went to the birthing unit and they checked me when I got there and they're like oh you're five centimeters and I was like what I was like mm-hmm. I'm halfway like I was like I don't feel anything like mm-hmm. what do you mean I was and then the night before I was like dealing something with my dealing with something with my younger sister she has like some mental health problems, some drug addiction problems. So I was like up all night. Like I was, I got no sleep. And I was just, when they said I was five centimeters, I was just like, oh my God, I got no sleep. I'm not ready for this. Like I can't do this. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was like just lying in the hospital bed. Like they, I heard a lot of stories about um, like they don't let you eat food when you're in labor or they don't let you like do what you want to do and like where I was it wasn't like that at all they let me like my snacks if I wanted to and like walk around the room and do whatever I wanted so that was nice and I I was like anxious about it but it never I was never really in pain like I um got to like seven centimeters and my water hadn't broken yet so they broke my water for me and I was like well like it doesn't hurt like all I felt was kind of like like pressure like kind of a period cramp kind of thing and then like pressure but it was never like painful like I was still like walking around like I was fine and I was just kind of like shocked like I was like when is it gonna get bad like but 
Um, yeah, so at seven centimeters, I was like, okay, I want to get the epidural because I'm like really anxious. Like I didn't want it to be too late for me to get it or something because that's what I wanted to do. So I got that and like that, getting the epidural was probably like the most anxiety I had because they, I don't know, you've probably seen it, Maddie, but the epidural, like they put it in your back and then then you the needles like yeah (laughs) so yeah they put it in your back and then you lie down and then they actually put like the medication into you after so like I thought before like the needle like puts the medication in you but it's like a tube kind of that stays in you for the whole time (laughs) yeah so but you can't feel no you can't it's like it's like if you're if you get an IV or something still the needle doesn't stay in there the whole time yeah but yeah so they put that in and then I was lying down and they were like putting the medication into it and I remember like they're asking me questions like oh do you feel lightheaded do you feel dizzy and then I I was like no no and then I started to feel like I was gonna like faint and that I needed to lie down but I was already lying down and I was like oh my god like this is making me sweat like I'm going to get sick or something from this. And then, but that was gone in like a minute. So that wasn't too bad, but that was probably like the most anxious I was the whole time. And then my epidural, they said like worked perfectly. Like I could still, you can't like walk around, but I could still move my legs and like, I could feel when my contractions were coming, which is what you want. And then, Mm -hmm. um, Liam was like, he was head down, but he was like, his face was facing up and they want it facing down. Yeah. So I had to like (laughs) lie on like a peanut ball. It's, it's basically just an exercise ball that looks like a peanut and you put it between your legs. So I had to like switch how I was lying a bit to flip him over, which worked fine. And like, I got to the hospital at like 3 PM and then, um, I was probably pushing at like 1030. So like that, isn't too long to be in labor for. I guess I was in, I guess I was in labor longer, but I didn't notice. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so at like 1030, I started pushing and like, I was really nervous because I know that like some people throw up during like labor and stuff, but I, I never really, I never felt sick at all. Like I was more just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I was really worried about the pain. And then when it didn't hurt, I was just kind of like, Oh, like I'm okay and Ryan even was like you don't even need me like I don't understand like (laughs) you're just fine like you spent months so worried about this and you're just fine but yeah yeah I pushed like I had I started pushing at like 10 30 and I had him at 11 07 so I didn't push very long and like he was he was exactly two weeks early so he was a pretty small baby like he was only six pounds exactly so I didn't like tear or anything. I was really worried about that. That's not really oh, a metaphobia nice. related, but I was so worried about yeah, that. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that was really nice. And then, yeah, like it was, it was a pretty pleasant experience, honestly. In my opinion, giving birth was way better than being pregnant. I feel like mm-hmm. I was nauseous most of my pregnancy and anxious about that. Even if I knew I wouldn't throw up, it was just like, a never-ending nauseous cycle every day yeah. but yeah. giving birth was really easy to me and it was like I was the only person at the hospital giving birth that day so like all the nurses were really chill and like at the whole yeah it, I it, I live in a really small town <laughs> so 
Oh, I was like, Dang. yeah. So the birthing unit, I think they have like six or seven beds because it's like a small area. Oh wow! But yeah, like yeah. all the nurses were relaxed, like, and I wasn't like panicking. So it was just like a nice environment, and like my worst fear mm-hmm. was that because of COVID that they wouldn't let Ryan come with me or something. But once we were like in our room, we didn't have to wear masks or anything. So that was nice. Good. I like it didn't feel like COVID existed at all. So. Yeah. yeah, that made me feel a lot better. I was also really worried about, like, I know even when I had Liam, people in bigger cities here had to wear masks while giving birth, and I was just like, mm-hmm. masks overheat me while I was pregnant. I was like, I'm gonna puke for sure. Yeah, no, I would pull that off. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was for the longest time, but now, now it's like whatever. I mean, yeah, I was really scared about that because my entire pregnancy, when I wore a mask, like in the grocery store, I'd be like out of breath and like feeling sick yeah. just because it would overheat me. Yeah, I can't imagine wearing a mask while being pregnant. I mean, you're already always out of. Yeah, breath. oh, I was yeah. so, so sick of it. Like before that, I was just like, whatever. They want me to wear a mask, I'll wear one. I don't really care. Yeah. But then when I was pregnant, I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> fight back yeah <laughs> like no I'm, do you have a baby in your stomach no so you don't have any say yeah do you want more kids or are you kind of just one and done um I kind of like hated being pregnant so I mm-hmm. don't you know I have seen a lot of pregnant people and I would say people like there's equal amount of people that love pregnancy as there are people that hate pregnancy. Like it's very common to not like being pregnant and to absolutely hate it. Um, And I think a lot of moms feel bad for not liking pregnancy because it's supposed to be this like beautiful, you know, experience and thing, but sometimes it's just not, sometimes it's horrible and you know, it's totally fine to not like pregnancy. It doesn't mean you don't love your child or, you know, Mm -hmm. wouldn't do anything for them, but pregnancy is hard yeah like while I was pregnant I found this app called peanut and it's like kind of like tinder for moms you can make like mom friends Mm -hmm. and stuff so Mm -hmm. I I did make one like good friend on there but most people that I talked to they were just like oh this is so lovely I love being pregnant I love everything I'm just like oh Oh, I don't want to talk to you because I actually hate it (laughs) so much (laughs) but yeah my my one friend Abby that I met she didn't really like it either and it was nice to talk to someone that wasn't just like, wow, this, this is such a gift. And I'm like, well, I'm suffering. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fighting for my life every day. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. My, whenever I get pregnant, I know it's not going to be a pleasant experience at all, but hopefully it'll be worth it. No, I would say like, definitely get the medication. Like, even if you don't feel sick, just so you have it. And then I did wear like, um, the pressure point like nausea bands while I was pregnant and then like peppermint tea helped um ginger tea you could drink that too um and there's Mm -hmm. these things called preggy pops on amazon that are like yeah they're like candies like I don't know Ryan even liked them they're pretty good but I I don't know if it's like a placebo (laughs) effect or what but like they taste good and like they did help so those are pretty good and then just like being constantly full helped me the most like always having a snack not getting up without eating first stuff like that having it's definitely it's definitely important to not have an empty stomach like ever like every two hours yeah something yeah at least like while I was pregnant it was a lot easier to be like no I'm not sick I'm pregnant I need to eat or I'm gonna feel worse like now it's like 
oh, I'm nauseous, like, I might be sick, so I shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, At least you know, like, why you're nauseous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's for a good cause. (laughs) You'll get a baby at the end of it. (laughs) Are you worried about, like, daycare and elementary school and stuff for bugs going around, or are you kind of just, like, whenever that point comes, I'll worry about it then? Um, I'm pretty worried about that. Like, that's kind of what like, made me start seeing my counselor. Um, mm-hmm. She actually didn't know anything about emetophobia before I started seeing her, but she, like, yeah. learned about it from me, and she's really nice. Like, I went to counseling in the past, and I didn't really like anybody that I talked to. Like, it wasn't really about emetophobia. It was more about, like, anxiety and stuff, but um, mm-hmm. she's, like, the same age as me, so, like, it feels like I'm talking to a friend, not some like yeah. weird old person that doesn't get it or something so <laughs> yeah so that was really nice and yeah but I'm definitely really worried about daycare and school and I hope like my son is one next month so I hope that before he goes to school I will be better with things but yeah I know that even though Ryan doesn't want to be the only parent to be there with someone puking I know that he will be and he'll help me the best he can but I hope that like I'm doing the the work in the manual and stuff like that so I hope yeah. that I'm better by the time he goes to school because I am really worried and also like going through that you know if he does get a stomach bug or whatever in school going through it will make you so much stronger yeah for sure as well and like you yeah. will get through it no matter what happens you'll get through it and you'll be okay and yeah, at the end of it, you'll be like, wow, I did that, and you'll be so proud of yourself. So. Yeah, like, in the group chat that you guys made, um, I see a lot of moms that have, like, older kids, and I'm just, like, I yeah. fully understand why they're, like, anxious about the things they're anxious about, but I, I just, I hope that when Liam is in school that I have my phobia, awesome, yeah. yeah, more under control, yeah. so I don't have to be, like, oh my god someone puked in your class today and like freak out I can just be like okay who cares I'm a nanny so I don't have my own kid but um he's not in daycare I wouldn't work for someone that's in daycare because that freaks me out too much but um like he's been sick he's gotten sick with me when I was his primary caretaker and no one else was there and I like had to clean it up and like deal with it and comfort him and it's scary like that was literally my worst fear with anemophobia other than, you know, actually throwing up. And it's really scary, but you just, I don't know, you just power through it and you just do it. And then it 100% makes me stronger each time. Like anything, any, anytime anything happens, I'm like, okay, I was able to do it that one time, just wait it out a couple of days. And then the situation is literally completely over and life's back to life, normal life again. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like anytime, like Ryan, Ryan kind of has, like, stomach issues. We think he has, like, celiac disease or something. So he's mm. been sick a couple times. And, like, I know that he's very honest with me. If he thought he was actually, like, contagious sick, he would tell me that because that's most yeah. of my fears. If I can get it, like, I don't, like, like someone yeah. else puking, but I'm not, like, oh, my God, you're drunk, like, freaking out or anything. Yeah. But he would tell me if he was contagious sick, and he has been, like, no, like, it's not that. It's just my problems. And I've gotten through that, like, better than I thought I would being around him being yeah. sick because I I really trust that he would just be like no I'm actually sick yeah and people know like why their body's sick too mm-hmm. if you'll know if it's a or I, I don't know I haven't been sick since I was a baby but like my sister would be like no I know I'm sick I know if it's just from food or I know if it's from an actual bug yeah my boyfriend throws up all the time 
he's gotten kind of better now, but I mean, I've definitely heard him throw up a bunch, but yeah, he does the same thing where he, he'll tell me and be honest with me. He's like, eh, I think, you know, maybe you should stay away from me, which that's never happened because he's never had like a stomach bug, but thank God it's never been something contagious, but yeah, he, he's definitely very honest too. And that's the key. Like, if he wasn't, then I wouldn't be. With yeah, him. the w- yeah. one girl that I met in the group chat, she said that her ex, like when they broke up, he told her that he would get sick and then not tell her about it the whole time they were dating. And I was like, oh my god, no. That would freak me out so much. Uh, yeah, I mean, if my boyfriend throws up, he'll tell me that he threw up, and he'll be like, I don't think it's a stomach bug, but I just want you to know so that you can like choose to come over. Oh, that's or not. nice. Well, that's Usually so respectful. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, that's so but, nice. Yeah. Does your cat, Carson, does your cat freak you out when your cats throw up? Um, Not really. Like, my one cat, Asha, she's kind of annoying. Like, she, she like, shoves all her food in her face and then pukes on the floor. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, or she'll puke on my bed. Yeah. Like, I swear to God, she's, like, targeting us. But um, yeah. my cat does that, <laughs> no, too. No, my one cat, Gimli, he's, like, almost two. And he, I don't think he's ever thrown up. And he, like, I, I made him kind of, like my support cat like we got him as a kitten when I was pregnant and he just kind of always there for me like when I was pregnant he would just snuggle my belly the whole time and he was so sweet that's so cute cats are so precious um some people do get scared over like animal their animals throwing up yeah no I'm not too bad about that and like when Liam like he doesn't really spit up now because he's like a year old but when he would spit up when he was like a newborn and stuff like that didn't really freak me out like a couple times it was literally like projectile and I was just kind of like whoa like what is that like (laughs) you know what scares me though is like a baby spitting up in my mouth like I'm holding oh god I've seen so many videos of that but like honestly like that never happened and like I feel like when they're at the age when they're spitting up like you know you just fed them don't like kiss your baby on the lips like yeah like that's not really the time for that right when they yeah just ate so like I feel like that's pretty avoidable like the videos that you see of that like I don't I don't know what those people are thinking yeah oh my gosh one time Riley the little boy nanny he spit up and oh my gosh it's just it's so different when it's a spit up versus an actual throw up but um like I kind of saw it coming like you know how like cats or dogs when they (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, I'm gonna edit that sound out. But like, you know, when they it was like so dramatic. Thing, that's yeah. what Riley was doing. He was like, I kind of like saw it coming up, and I was like, it sounded like he oh, was gosh. choking at first. And I was like, okay, do your thing. I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, you kind of see it coming. Yeah, Ugh. I'm glad that so spit up like didn't bother me at all. Um, he hasn't thrown up like since he actually eats like real food. So yeah, I feel like I'll definitely be a lot more nervous if he throws up now because he eats normal food and it's not just the same milk that yeah and like when they're spitting up when they're little babies it's because their like digestive tract literally isn't developed like they don't know how to eat properly (laughs) but like now he is developed so if he pukes now like sometimes even when he's trying new food he'll like gag and I'm just like oh my god please no (laughs) (laughs) um I mean when my little boy got sick, he's done it twice on my watch. And um, both times, it was like a legit 
getting sick and I don't know if it was if he had a bug or something but kids get sick like they throw up over the smallest little things and their immune systems are like run too much yeah yeah he was laughing too hard one time and he threw up like what anyway um what was I saying they just have really weak immune systems so I don't know if ours are ours are more built so if he did have a bug it didn't transfer to me or any of his parents or either of his parents or anyone in his household so it is very possible, you know, to have a kid who has a bug, even in like elementary school, and no one else gets sick if you just wash your hands and like wipe around the house. But yeah, well, even like yeah. Liam got a cold once, and me and Ryan didn't get it. We're just kind of like, what was that? Like that was weird. Yeah. But I mean, kids have really bad like gag reflexes too. Mm-hmm. Like even like you were saying when you're when you're when Liam tries new foods, you know, different textures and everything will make them yeah. gag. And, you know, if they have a cold, the snot will make them yeah. gag and sometimes throw up. Like, their gag reflexes are just really bad, too. So they'll throw up from laughing or coughing or, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so definitely. <laughs> so. Um, let me see. There's. So you're not, you don't have a job right now. You said that you're a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Which is Canada. I don't know if you heard this, Maddie. <laughs> I but, don't think she's here for it. Um, Tell, tell Maddie about this. This is insane. I didn't know about this. This is crazy. Um, in Canada, we have something. It's Well, I don't think it's called baby bonus anymore. It's like the old name for it. But basically, it's like based on your income. And because me and Ryan are like young, we don't make that much money. I get like $700 a month like just to like pay for stuff for Liam. And if you have more kids, you get more money. Yeah. I <laughs> I've never heard of it. That's crazy. Gosh. Their maternity leave is also a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, I've been on it for a year, and you can sign up for, like, 18 months, I think, is the longest that you can have. You get, like, less money after, like, the year, but... Ours is six weeks, maybe. If you're you're lucky, six weeks. Yeah, one of my friends got six months, and that was, like, unheard of. Like, she was absolutely unheard of. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, I don't get that much money because I just worked for Ryan, like, a bit while I was pregnant, but... I mean, yeah. it's still better than nothing for a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily, my job at the hospital, they're pretty good with, like, we get 12 weeks of paid maternity leave, but we can have, like, as much time off as we need and still have a job. That's so. good. They understand. They get it. You guys work with pregnant <laughs> pregnant women. Yeah. Um, what was I going to ask? Oh, yeah. Does your job when you do work um or I guess thinking about when you go back to work does it freak you out with emetophobia or are you kind of just in work mode um I went to college I haven't quite finished yet but for child and youth care and it definitely affects that a lot like I worked in a group home for youth with mental health problems and Mm -hmm. if someone there was sick I would like call in sick to work the next day like I was very anxious about that but yeah. I, I definitely prefer working with, like, youth over, like, young kids. So I feel like a 17-year-old knows if they're sick. So that, like, comforts yeah. me a yeah. bit more than, like, a 5-year-old that just, like, randomly pukes. But um, yeah. it definitely, like, affects that. And then when my school, like, when my college was in person, I was definitely more anxious about going to class, people getting sick. Yeah, there's so many people, so many students, so many people at work but yeah the the one thing actually about um that I forgot to mention before about pregnancy is when after I had Liam he got shots at like two months old and those are just like needles those are fine but then 
I think it was four or six months, he got like a little drink that he has to drink and it has rotavirus in it, like the live virus. And that's like a virus that can make you throw up. And my doctor was like, oh, like when you're changing his diaper or if he spits up, like you need to wash your hands or like you can get this. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want him to have this. Like I did not know that that was part of like the vaccines. I got very scared of that. But um, then my doctor said that she she's been a doctor for like 40 years and she's never heard of anyone ever getting it. Yeah, it's not really common, but they just like have to yeah. say that. I definitely did not know that was a thing. And I was just like, oh, my God, I want him to be vaccinated. But that's horrifying. And I I think Ryan changed him like most of the time <laughs> for like two weeks after that. I was like, I can't like I was so scared if you yeah. like a little bit of milk came out of his mouth. I was like, this is towels garbage now. Like, <laughs> Throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maddie, is there anything else, any other questions you have to kind of talk about? No, I don't think so. I think it was just really good to hear your story and know that, you know, even though you were nauseous all the time and you did throw up during pregnancy, not a lot, but you did and you got through it and, you know, now you have a happy, healthy little baby boy who's about to be one and you know you got through it and there's more to come but you'll get through that too and I think it was just really nice hearing your story yeah pregnancy is definitely hard but I thought like about the worst case scenario when I got pregnant like my friend Emily had um the hyperemesis syndrome that you can get with pregnancy when you're throwing Mm -hmm. up the entire time like multiple times a day and like that's just what my mind went to like that might happen to me but um I did, did feel sick the whole time. I'm sure some of it was probably in my head or just being worried about it, but I did make it through it. And I think that yeah. my pregnancy sucked, but my labor and stuff was really easy. So that definitely helped. Yeah. And it was like nine months and now it's done. And yeah. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening to this episode. It was very good chatting, chatting to Carson about you know, pregnancy. We've never talked to anyone who has hemophobia, specifically like pregnancy related. Yeah. Um, so that was very interesting. And thank you so much for joining us. I know so many people want to hear this episode. <laughs> I know. Too. People have been begging. For yeah. yeah, I was <laughs> I was so scared of pregnancy because of emetophobia. And then it was just kind of like forced on me. And I was like, well, here we go. Like, I always tell myself whenever I get pregnant, it's, it's going to be have to be or it's going to have to be forced. Like I'm not. <laughs> There's no yeah. way. Anyway. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.